Hey mama, welcome to the Raw Mom Life Podcast, where we talk about the rawness of motherhood and marriage, from mental health to habits and everything in between, all with vulnerable talk to allow you the space to know you're not the only one. My name is Amber Wilford, mama to three girls, just doing my best every day, even if my best looks different every day. Get ready to laugh and sometimes cry, but always with a good cup of coffee. Let's go. Hey mama, welcome back to another episode of the Raw Mom Life Podcast. Let's talk today about the power of no. I am personally relearning the power of no. This episode is going to get a little deep, just kind of into where I have been lately. And it's not a super great place, if I'm being honest. So I started a new job in November, beginning of November. And I've talked about it a bunch. It's just a part-time job. Let me take that back. It's not just a part-time job. It is a part-time job, which I have added on to everything that was already on my plate. I took it on as like a, I knew this was a God thing. I knew I would be good at this job. It is things that are in my realm of passion and expertise. And I was excited about it. And I do not regret taking it one minute. It, however was the start of a spiral downward for me because I decided not to give anything else up. And not not because I can do it all or anything like that, but it was just, I didn't know what else to give up or how to back off things in our life. And so I felt just this kind of overwhelm. When you add anything new to your life, it is just overwhelming to kind of figure out how that's going to fit in your life and new routine. It's like when school starts. The new routine is good, it just takes a little bit for everybody to kind of adjust, and specifically me in that case. But my family too has been affected by everything, of course. So I started this new job and uh, it just led to a season of overwhelm. And it got to the point where mid-January I had a total mental breakdown. It didn't help that it was holiday time because there's already that added stress and events that you have going on. My youngest is in ballet and they always perform the Nutcracker. So there's just like a week of time where I feel like we live and breathe for ballet. So there's just a lot. And mid-January, I had a moment where I told my husband, I'm not well. I don't want to talk about it. Like, this is just me trying to tough it out. I can, I got this. Like, I just got to suck it up and do life the way I am and figure it out. And he just told me, like, just to sit with me, just lay with me. And I didn't want to. And eventually I did, which led to like an automatic flooding of all of my thoughts and feelings and every crevice on my face was leaking. I was led to a moment that I needed. And when you think you are trying to hold it all together for your family, like I look back and that I wasn't holding it all together for my family. And what a stupid excuse. You just sometimes when you're not mentally well, you tell yourself things that you look back at when you are feeling better and you're like, Um, nice try, buddy. Nice try. But I had this moment and it just kind of 
released everything to him and he was like, okay, like, let's figure this out. We sat down that following week because I was gone that weekend and we listed out literally everything we had going on in our life and where we could cut back on things. And so it was good. Um, there's There are things that we have cut back on since, but there are some things that will slowly fall out as time goes on. But anyway, it was, it was the right step in the right direction. And eventually, <laughs> this, believe it or not, this isn't what led me to calling my therapist and making an appointment because not long after that is when my youngest started to kind of take some regression backwards with her sensory sensitivities and things. And I think part of that has to do with that she was growing out of the clothes she fit in before. But anyway, I wasn't 100% mentally and then I had to be there even more to help her through some of this stuff that it wasn't until one morning after I dropped her off at school and we had a terrible morning, my sister said, have you called to make that therapy appointment yet? Because I've said multiple times over the past, I had said a, a couple of times, a few times over the past month or whatever that I needed to get in for therapy. I needed to get in for therapy because on top of it, it's winter. And so my seasonal depression is like, oh, hey, here I am again. So anyway, it's funny how... People can tell you, like, have you made that therapy appointment yet? Are you going to go and make a therapy appointment? But sometimes it just, you wait until you hit a low, a low, low, and it sucks, but it is what it is. However, I made a therapy appointment that morning when my sister said that and was able to get in, thankfully, within like a week or so to see my therapist. And one of the things that came out of that for me, all of that to say the point of this episode is my therapist reminded me the importance of me saying no to things. And yeah, in that, in that therapy appointment, I was like, what do you want me to say no to? Like, I don't have anything to say no to. And, and that's not true. Like there are things where I've had to reschedule coffee dates or whatever, things that just weren't going to be a healthy situation for me knowing my schedule that week. I've become a little bit better about protecting my time, knowing that I want to get the work in that I need to for my job as well as a lot of the other things that I'm doing. And and so uh, I've been better about protecting my time. Not perfect, but better. And so I have been I have been since I had that breakdown with Clay, been better about saying no to things. I, however, needed to hear it from her because I was like, what am I supposed to say no to? And she said, your to-do list. Or, you know, she gave me other examples. But for me, it was the saying no to my to-do list that was, like, mind-blowing. Because in my head, I can't let go of that stuff. Like, believe it or not, if you have never caught on to this, I like control. <laughs> and so when I have my to-do list, I want to check it off. And I don't want to get behind on things because then if I get behind on things, then tomorrow's going to be even worse. And you know how that goes. 
But the funny thing is, before this job, I was really good at sitting down and taking 10 minutes to read my book or 30 minutes and not feel guilty or to sit down and play a game with the kids and not be so distracted by my brain telling me I have have all these other things to do. And it's funny how you enter a stage in life where then all of a sudden you look back and you're like, holy cow, I have to relearn all of that because I don't know how to do that anymore. I've been in such a go, go, go mode, panic mode almost for weeks upon weeks that now I'm relearning how to say no. And I'm, I'm going to throw this out there too. I'm not blaming my job for that because honestly, my job has given me purpose again and reason to get out of the house, which has been a huge blessing. Obviously, it's a financial benefit to my family. And I love being back to work for the church. I, however, have had to look at other places in my life on the things that I'm doing and what doesn't fulfill me and learn to say no to those. But also, I have been very intentional since that last therapy appointment, which was just a couple, two, three weeks ago, probably three or four by the time you hear this episode, that I have had to relearn and be intentional every single day about saying no. And my therapist wanted me to say no to two things every day and be intentional. But honestly, like for me to just do one some days is really hard. And so I'm taking it a step at a time because that's what I was talking about. Power of habits, baby steps. I have been a lot more intentional about being okay with sitting down and reading my book or forcing myself to get outside for walks, going to bed early. Uh, I think, you know, even, even, I was talking to my therapist about this, even denying my husband some time because I was telling her like, I really want to spend time with my husband and I feel like I've been putting that even in front of myself, which is good sometimes, but you can't ignore yourself. You just, you can't (laughs) ignore your needs. And so, I've been better about recognizing nights where I'm like, I have had a bad day or we've had a hard day or I just need a night to myself. And I've been better about about doing that as well. Just once a week, like I need I need a me night. I'm going to bed early or I'm taking a bath. It's always a work in progress. I'm definitely feeling better than I did a month ago. I know I have a ways to go. I, my husband and I actually were having a conversation about how I feel like I've been a lot more negative lately. And I think part of that is to do with just not being mentally well, but I have been also trying to just kind of fight that, like looking at gratitude more often and putting up those, those boundaries, those no's around the negative thoughts in my head, the complainy thoughts, the just whiny thoughts. And, you know, you still have to have your safe place to be able to vent, but not letting that be the forefront of your thinking. It just takes away the joy of life. So these are all work in progress things for me. And I think, you know, everything like this ebbs and flows for people, depending on what you're going through. But it's a hard stage for me right now. And I'm just relearning that it's okay to walk away from my to-do list. And most days, the funny thing is most days I don't get everything done on my to-do list. Like I never have because I am an achiever. So I'll put way too much on my to-do list. 
But there were things before where I like, before I took some things off my plate that like, I just felt like pressure on my chest. Like there are so many things to do today. I'd wake up almost in a panic. Like, how am I going to get everything done today? And then my family gets ignored and my husband gets ignored and my needs get ignored. And so it starts with putting those, those boundaries up around things that you get invited to or things that you are doing or activities that people are involved in in your family. Asking for help. If you can't do the drive, asking for help. You know, if you, I don't know. Asking for help is another big one too, but letting go of some things that just don't bring you joy. I actually was just talking to my sister about this the other day. My other sister that I wasn't talking about before, but uh, my sister-in-law, who's like a sister, she had texted me and it popped up on my time hop. She texted me last year and she was saying how her mentor told her that day that if it's not a hell yes, it's a no. And I was talking to my sister about something yesterday, and then I was like, you know what? I, you know, it kind of clicked for me. My sister-in-law texted me, and, you know, if it's not a hell yes, it's not a yes. So this is obviously a no because I'm kind of wishy-washy on it. And she was like, yeah, you're very right. And so that can help you too. And, like, you can't, you can't think of that about everything because, of course, there are some responsibilities we have that are never a hell yes. But it... It's part of life, uh, going to work or getting groceries. Like maybe some of those things, cleaning your house, or it's not a hell yes. And they got to be done anyway. But maybe you get invited to a coffee with a friend that every time you leave with that friend, you're kind of like, eh, it doesn't fill your cup. If it's not a hell yes, and that's not a coffee date, don't make it. Or if... I don't know, your kid wants to get involved in activity, but it just doesn't work with the schedule right now. It's okay to say no to things. And it's hard. It's hard to. Like, I've had to back off on book club because not every month for me is a hell yes. Like, I just, there are some months that are busier than others that I have to be more protective of my time. So you have to learn to be okay with saying no to things, saying no to doing bedtime, <laughs> saying no to a night out with friends, saying no to driving to an activity when another friend has offered to drive, saying no to the dishes, saying no to another thing on your to-do list, and saying yes to something that's going to fill your cup. Maybe it's going for a walk and getting fresh air, sitting down and reading a book, sitting down and watching an episode, calling a friend who you haven't talked to for a while, and my self-care yesterday was calling, going for a walk and calling my sister at the same time and catching up with her. And I'm just relearning the importance of no. And I know that the stuff I go through, that's the stuff I talk about on my podcast, on Instagram. And I share it and I talk about it because I know that I'm not the only one. And I know that I'm not the only one who is going through a stage of complete overwhelm with things. And that maybe you need to hear this message today that you need to say no to some things. And that your self-care, your mental health matters. So if that looks like for you saying no to some extra things, if that looks like you making a therapy appointment, if that is you getting outside for a walk, 
if that's you having a total mental breakdown to figure out how to move forward, then do it. Because you matter. Your mental health matters. So if you need to write out that list of things, this is all of the things I'm involved with and how can I back off on things, or maybe your season of life is different and it's not the overwhelm that's kicking your butt, but it's something else, but you still need to know how to say no to things like just pros and cons lists. I don't know. I'm a list person. You might not be, but it's helpful for me to to look at everything. And maybe it's a financial thing. Maybe you're financially burdened right now. Use an app to track your all of the things you're spending money on. It'll help just bring light to what you need to say no to. You know, even in even in our financial life, I'm practicing saying no to things like things like we have multiple places in our house that need new light bulbs and we just like haven't gotten around to it because it like one of the three in the fixture works, you know, and so we just deal with it for a while. Well, the other day I bought some of the light bulbs, but not all of them because like literally going to buy all of the light bulbs we needed was going to be like a hundred bucks. And I was like, eh, <laughs> nope, it's not that important for, for my budget right now or for getting that done. So even those small things will make a difference. Learn the power of no mama and I know it will make a difference for you. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Raw Mom Life Podcast. If you love anything you heard today, share it with some family or a friend who might resonate with it as well. I love to hang out on Instagram, so come find me over there for some more laughs and maybe a few tears as well, but always a good cup of coffee. Mama, I appreciate you and never forget, you are never alone.